he can't walk and he's impotent. We don't know that yet. He said that. We don't know that yet. Spoiler, spoiler. Spoiler. Hey, get in here. Dallas is about to start. Welcome to the Ewing Barbecue, where we believe anything worth having is worth going for all the way. My name is Mary. And I'm Sarah. And I'm Josh. I'm Melanie. What are all y'all drinking tonight? Melanie, why don't you go first? You're drinking the most interesting thing. Oh, okay. Thank you. Um, I am drinking a home-brewed uh, 10% Imperial Milk Stout called Crystal's Prison Wallet. It was brewed for my friend Crystal for her 40th birthday three years ago. And the label says, it is dark, smelly, and full of all sorts of stuff she wants to keep hidden from the gen pop. What's nice. A, what's, what's a gen pop? Gen pop? General population. General population. Oh. It's a prison gen term, Josh. Don't you know that? <laughs> Solitary gen I'm pop. I'm sorry. I, you know, look at my black from, eyes. From when I did time. I, I haven't been in prison yet. They're still looking for me. <laughs> Busted. But no, it's a... It's a 10% ABV. I've got a very small amount poured. I might put more back in the bottle. We'll see how it goes. Nice. I have a Lima Kowalski approved uh, Gatorade Zero tonight. <laughs> oh! Because <laughs> uh, it's really dry. It's really cold and snowy here. And yeah. it's just so dry. And I feel like I have to hydrate a lot. So. No, right on. It's... The humid, I can't keep it humid in this house. It keeps wanting to dry out. That's, I've been drinking water for like the last two days, yeah. like just straight. Cause I just feel like my skin's dry and everything. Uh-huh. I also have water. Nice. Also have That's water. That's a good call. Yeah, because <laughs> tonight I got a Chick-fil-A milkshake because Ooh, I was just Chick-fil-A. craving milkshakes. I love the peppermint Woo! ones. And the they peach don't have ones. them except certain time. The peach ones are out of season right now. Right. Is the peppermint still in it, season? Mm-mm. No, it's okay. before Christmas. You know, the peach you know, comes makes... out when the Clanton, Alabama peaches are ripe. Okay. That's what mm-hmm. they say. So I drop, so they bring the peaches in. They're local here, at least, and they make they're the best peach milkshakes. But you, you, this is just chocolate, and I'm going to have some wine. There are two local chains that make milkshakes that put Chick Fil A and Sonic and everybody to shame. And we I don't th- have Sonic up like, here. I haven't seen one. We have a Sonic. Yeah, they're only local to like. The Carolinas and Virginia and stuff. One's place is called Cookout. The other's Dario. We just got a cookout here. And I've never, oh, you got a cookout. And I've never seen a Red Lobster. Girl. You've never seen a That's, Red Lobster? We don't have them up here. Okay, we have a million here. Well, you don't need I mean, to. It's the, You have actual lobster. Right. <laughs> exactly. That's my point. Well, yeah. You have actually the good, good lobster. Right. You have, an, you have actual lobster. So, we, yeah, you don't need it. We have Roger Berkowitz and legal seafood. <laughs> I'm drinking a bourbon and raising been drinking a bourbons all week in honor of Dallas native uh, meatloaf who died last week he was one of my one of my tops and my musicians so I'm just uh, it's hard to wrap your head around when they are just gone but it's just like when Larry left uh, cheers to meatloaf yeah. Uh, yeah. Cheers. I did Cheers. have the opportunity to meet him a few times at some of those conventions, and uh, he was a yeah. We've he was seen. a talker. He was a talker. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> actually, Damn. actually, how'd you two get along? 
Neither one of us would shut up. We just kept going. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like when I met Alice Cooper a couple of times. Oh, goodness. I would like to thank our Patreon members, Captain America, Sheen Pai, Laura Bernheim, Anita Wren, and Chris and Carlano. Thank you very much for supporting us. If you'd like thank to you. support us on Patreon, please head over to patreon.com slash ewingbbq. There we have uh, outtakes of our show. I've started as, from last episode, I started putting on there some of our outtakes, some of the things that don't really fit into the general population of our show. Things I remove for reasons like they're spoilers or we're completely off topic or maybe we're getting a little <laughs> political or like last week, kind of trash talking celebrities. So I, um, I, I edit those out. I can't help that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I uh, Listen at your own risk. You're worse than Dumas, Sarah. Don't get pissed at us if we trash talk something you like or if you're a different political affiliation than us. Listen at your own risk. It's nothing personal. But, right. It's nothing personal. Um, but Never. if you want to listen to it, it is available there. Um, uh, we also have the book club where we are reading through uh, the fan fiction book Dallas by Lee Raintree, which is <laughs> a little definitely it's a little saucy and terribly written, and we are enjoying ourselves. And uh, we, we haven't even have... been drinking yet while we're from reading. Uh, Wait no, till we the drinking like starts. We oh. were sober when we were reading it the other night, and it was like, wow, I need to drink we for this. We plan to just get wasted and read a bunch of chapters. So that's coming up, folks. That's we coming do. up. I wish that we could have done it when we were in Chicago, even though Melanie wasn't there, because it, we, were, oh my God. we were in the mindset when we had our little, um, my little doll and everything, and we were so excited. <laughs> it <laughs> and then I, I couldn't find the stupid book in it because I put it in a pocket in my suitcase, <laughs> and I was drunk. Um, she was like, I know I have it. <laughs> I know. I found it when I got home. Uh, we also have make it happen. Uh, uh, the $25 level, there's an invitation to watch us uh, record this live. If you are available to do that. Um, and we also have Dallas topics that we just like talk about Dallas. And oh, so anyway, that's Patreon. Enough about that. Also, there's some Dallas news. There's oh. Dallas news, guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, unconfirmed, but it sounds pretty legit. Some really legit rumors I've heard from several places, is that they are converting the Dallas episodes to HD, and they're actually going back to the original film, rescanning oh. them to HD, which they can do for all the seasons except for seasons 10 through 13, which were filmed on film and then converted to digital and edited digitally. So they're going to have to go back and like resource that, like find the film and stuff. So that's going to take them a little oh. bit longer. But they're working on it, and supposedly they're like halfway through. And it's, uh, I think it's supposed to air on HBO Max. Wow. And I think Falcon Crest and Knots Landing are on tap for possible. So, well, I was going to say, so are they next, or are they kind of going on, they have, you think they have different teams working on all of them at the same time? That I don't know. I'm so going to have to basically, Google basically, film preservation, what I wanted to do and didn't do, that's happening to Dallas. What, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's, Go back to school. That's what Sylvester mm. Stallone's son Sage was working I on before he died. Everything. He was doing a lot of film preservation. We have a few Dallas birthdays this week. Yesterday, Lee Taylor Young, born in 1945. I'm not doing the math, so you all do the math. <laughs> math is dumb. Yeah. Tomorrow, our good friend Kathy Podwell, who follows us and I've been in communication with about 
uh, feature appearance. And she was born in 1964, so 58. She's 58. Donna Reed's birthday would be tomorrow. Born in 1921, she'd be 101. Oh, oh man. Not Almighty. Yeah. Did you say Lee Taylor Young was 1945? Yeah. 76? 77. That's right. It's 2022 now. Thursday, the 28th, Susan Howard, who was... Prominent in tonight's episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Born in 1944, so she is 78. And she shares Not a birthday either. with John Beck, played Mark Grayson, who uh 79. Only a year older than her to the day. And Friday is Mark Singer, who played Matt Cantrell, born in 1948. 74. Grayson on the show, I really like him. Porn stash. Porn stash. Yes, but I also look think he looks like a guy that should be have feathered hair and be laying by the pool in a speedo. I'm not quite sure why. <laughs> totally, but that's just what yes, I pick. You know, yes. you know those like '80s or like the like the Magna with the hairy chest. Yes, like that's what I just. He should see. be hanging. Even though he's cute, he's a good character. I just he should be hanging out with Joe Don Ford. <laughs> Joe Don. I don't know who that is. Joe Don. Who's that? You will. You will. You will. <laughs> okay. Joe Don's. Joe Don Ford. Yeah. Shall we get into it? Okay, yes. yes. Tonight we are, we're talking about season four, episode 16, Lover, Come Back. Lover, Come Back. Lover. Yes, the man who just drove away. Can you tell me his name, please? I'm not at liberty to discuss it. Then I'll stay here and wait for him to come back. You can't do that. Just watch me. There's been a counter-revolution here. How about the Welsh? Return to their rightful owners. You were smart enough to overthrow a foreign government. I can't take credit for that. J.R., you don't need me anymore. What? I have to see him. It was written by Leonard Katzman, directed by Irving J. Moore, and aired February 20th, 1981. The episode was number one for the week. I don't know why that's listed under cast notes, because that's not a casting note. Uh, and it marks the debut appearance of Howard Keel as Clayton Ooh, I love him. Ooh, Clayton. I know, this, was, this made me so happy. Me too. I love Howard Keel. He's a, a veteran of movie musicals, Annie Get Your Gun, Showboat, Kiss Me Kate, Seven Brides or Seven Brothers. And a uh, personal note, he actually did summer theater in Framingham, Massachusetts at my uncle's theater back in the 60s or something. Um, he sang a lot on the set, and there were some funny stories where his first day and Susan Howard met him, and she came up and started singing We Could Make Believe, and he said, Susan, don't do that. You're not a singer. ouch and a little interesting note he was talking with Linda Gray about how she was a fan of those films that he filmed with uh, Catherine Grayson and it turns out they were filmed on stage 5 which is exactly the same set Dallas was filmed on so he was on the same stage where he was and Steve uh, Keneally said that he was not brought on the show to replace the ailing Jim Davis, but was one of several characters created for them to play against him and Barbara Belgetti, Jim Davis and Barbara oh. Belgetti's. I think they were just trying to... They're trying to see chemistry, probably. Right. 
in the who was going to work out in the hopes that yeah. Jim <laughs> right it might yeah lived and right 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 and this is one of the few episodes that begins with a replay of the final scene from the preceding episode. Yeah, that took me aback at first. I was like, whoa, all right. And it's the first mention of Dusty's real name of Stephen. Stephen, yeah. Jared Martin, he was kind of surprised to be asked back because uh, he said, um, I died. And they said, uh, but did you die on camera? And that anything can happen in TV. Right. It's the whole soap opera thing. Uh, Even if you do die on camera, it turns out. Yeah. Yeah, you might not always die on camera. On daytime soap operas, it doesn't. You're, you're never dead forever. <laughs> not quite dead Stefano yet. Stefano <laughs> died on Days of Our Lives like 20 million times, and he always came. The only way I know he's dead now is because the actor's dead. And that maybe doesn't even mean anything. <laughs> Details. Details. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we open where we were last week uh, with Suellen uh, seeing the limo at the house. Oh my God, it can't be. Can't be what, mm-hmm. Suellen? Who? Where? What? Where? Why? What? When? So she runs across the street and pounds on the door and she was like, who was that? And the lady's like, I can't tell you anything. I don't know you from Adam. Why should I? Mm-hmm. You're just some strange lady banging on the door. I'm not telling yeah, you anything. Yeah, she's just, she's giving Suellen like lots of shade. She's just like, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I'm not telling you anything. She thinks it was Dusty Farlow, but we know Dusty's dead. He died in the plane crash. Right. It can't. It cannot be Dusty, right? No. <laughs> nah. Negative. Negative. Yeah. This episode is a little weird in the la- the last episode. Half the episode took place in one evening. This one, mm-hmm. it's jumping like by days at a time. Yeah. Because in the next scene, Hank Johnson tells JR that everything is in place, and JR wants him to call him tomorrow at 1 p.m. Right. Whether the news is good or bad. And he wants yep. Jordan Lee tracked down. So yep. we're going to see that there's not a lot of scenes taking place, and they're jumping to the next day very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because then we cut to Cliff sulking and drinking on his porch. We haven't. Have we really seen much of his porch? I it, no. No. This is the first time we've seen it. Yeah, it's kind of exciting. Uh, there's a couple. There's a couple of first places we've seen. We're seeing in this episode. Yes. Um, yeah. His porch is one. Pam and uh, her poodle do come over to visit. Poodle Pam. Poodle, poodle Pam. Yep. And Cliff, um, he's not not in a good place. He's he's not welcoming to her very well much now. Right. Did she come over to gloat? I mean. Yeah. She's just like, I'm here to help you. And he's not having any of it. He says he just wants to sit there, be bitter, full of self-pity and hate on the Ewings, which is fair. I believe every every little bit of that. He believes that he was put on this earth to be dumped on by the Ewings. (laughs) Jesus Christ, Cliff. Jesus. Cliff, the world, the world oh doesn't spin around Cliff Barnes, okay? Yeah. But it is as bad as it seems, and they are out to get him. <laughs> right. He thinks right? so, man. <laughs> and she's like, you, Bobby. Melanie creating paranoia. I guarantee Bobby he had nothing against you. Like, I, Bobby wasn't even thinking of you, and he's like, oh, like, that makes it better. I'm like, oh, Jesus, Cliff. 
I could have. It could, <laughs> he said, maybe I wasn't the right person for the, uh, the, the, the job, but anybody but a Ewing, he says. <laughs> right. But if you're going to pick a oh Ewing, I think Bobby would be the best. Right. And just, like, sing a different song, man. Like, it's getting old. Cliff, we're even going to go, uh, we're going to go out to California and bring Gary Ewing back just to rub you in it, too. Because uh, <laughs> we, we know Gary's out in California plotting against you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he pours his drink over the balcony at the end. You can hear it dumping into yeah. the street below. Now, that's that's a waste of a good drink. It like, waste. why? Come Seriously. on, bro. You know what? It's Cliff, though. It's not expensive. It's the cheap shit. <laughs> he <laughs> probably has a cabinet full of Mad Dog. Oh God! Two dollars and forty-nine cents. Or what is it? Boone Farms. Uh, oh God! Boone Boone's Farm. Farm. <laughs> that was a that was the first thing I drank that I puked. Cisco. Oh. Did you guys ever drink no. Cisco? The Cisco Kid. <laughs> no, Cisco. Uh-uh. It was like three. But it was quote unquote wine, and it was like three bucks and it was thick like cough syrup and it would be like cherry flavored it was so oh it was awful that almost reminds me of those freaking what four logos oh yeah blackout in a can basically (laughs) what was that malt thing zyma was it oh zyma no that was like a seltzer seltzer. those are kind of more like uh what do you call them like white claws today and oh, the, I thought Zimas yeah. were better. Yeah. Wor- Zimas were like the original hard seltzer. Yeah. Yeah. Branching into soda, you want to talk poor, terrible soda was Moxie. Ugh. I never had that. Moxie's disgusting. It's from Maine. It's like oh. cheer wine is to North Carolina, Maine is to Moxie, and it's fucking, it's like Robitussin. It's, it's like disgusting. It's like syrup. Ugh. Yeah. And I just, re- I had my Maine card revoked, but I'm sorry. I hate it. Moxie sucks. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> We, 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 we had a history teacher in our school system that, and he worked for the Historical Society, and he, his favorite snacks were Necco wafers, and he would wash them down with Moxie. God! I like Necco wafers. What I know the hell? It's, it's old people candy, but I like it. Oh, but those are okay. And wait a minute. Now, the wafer. Wait, the wa- the wafers. They're like the wafers. They're like thin. They don't have a lot of, sh- they're not super sweet. They're they're like flat they're like flat versions of the candy hearts that you get at yeah, Hallmark. Yeah, but Day you get the black licorice ones. Those are good. Mm, I was thinking yum. for a minute maybe you were talking about those like wafer cookies. Oh no no no! With, they taste you know, like your like, sugar. Yeah, I like those. <laughs> Put in your mouth they like no, dissolve th- in a second. Those wafers just mm. shoot them right in the vein. Yeah. <laughs> I like those. Not a fan of those. Yeah. So now we have nothing happens until the next day at one o'clock when Leslie is in JR's office. Right. Yep. Um, and JR's invited the cartel. I'm su- I'm surprised they turned up, but um, yes. given their so history, but the cartel reminds but, me of a mob of torch wielding villagers. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like they come in and they're all like rah 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 rah, and JR's like the one to talk them down, you know? Yeah. Always. Well, it's okay. You know, now boys and, and Marilyn. Kill the bees! Rock, kill the bees! <laughs> yes. Kill them! Uh, and they're really salty when they come in. They're just like, I don't know why we're here. Oh my God. Um, yes. Let's talk about Marilyn oh, for a second. Oh we're my hoping God. you're here to announce your retirement. 
Mary Lee is like comes in all like yeah, my husband killed himself and then by the time they leave oh she's like they are it's like half of my notes are Mary Lee I'm like Mary Lee settle down girl Jesus she's turned on by power Obviously. this is where we see her starting right. to become she graces we, me out we, we see her now what becoming what I call a power slut mm. yes yeah mm. I, I, I was, I was like put those eyes away Marilee because it's a little yeah. inappropriate and what and what causes her to turn a little phone call from Hank Johnson yep. that comes in and it's good news and it's put on the news yeah. yeah and it's like Seth who right yeah I, I don't know Seth Stone who are you talking about <laughs> gee JR you invite everybody over and then Hank Johnson calls and the news breaks. Could it be a little more obvious that you had your hand in right. this? He Because he wants him to know. But then he wants to be like, well, I can't say I had anything to do with it. Like, everybody knows. And you want everybody right. to but know. Then he tells, and then he tells Leslie that if the coup had failed, he would have right. said he financed it. So it looked like he was trying to help his friends right, get right, there. Right. And he would have come out. He would have come out smelling like roses either they've way. They've been through this with him, though. They know they're going to get screwed. I feel like they're just walking back into their own trap and it's their own fucking fault. Yep. Like, like Sue Ellen keeps walking back into the same cycle. I was cycle just going to say, just yep. like Sue Ellen, because he is a manipulator. Uh, when he says, I do have my moments, don't I? And I'm like, ugh. Unfortunately, yes. Once in a while. Every once in a but while. Only when, only when he's back into a corner. Yeah. And... Marilee is getting all wet oh, at the prospect Just, of JR uh, Power. Didn't like, didn't like it. Didn't Marilee. Please. But they're off to the Cattlemen's Club. Yep. And Bobby is given a good speech, I guess. Um, he has a little Now it's now pay now it's nightfall because oh. it's Jung Oil at night. Oh right. And uh, I did not notice that. So, yeah, time has passed. Ewing on at night. Bobby's given a good speech. He has a little entourage now. They're wondering about the abortion issue and what issues to bring up. Well, okay, they're talking yeah. about women. They're like basically like, should we talk about women's issues? And, and then Bobby's like, yeah, let's talk about them. And then every time Pam's like, uh, the, that dude interrupts her every single fucking every time. time. I know. Every time. I noticed that. If I was uh. Pam, I would have just like... Grab something off the said, desk and th- hit him in the face. Yeah. Said, Shut and the she's fuck relegated up. to serving coffee, and I would have poured the coffee on him. Same. Like, because Bobby's like <laughs> not even, not noticing even, and like, that's just as bad. Yeah. It's just he as doesn't bad. say anything. Nope. Bobby, you just made up, and oh, now God. you're treating her like this again. Yep. Throughout this episode, I have to wonder she spends this time a lot sitting on the couch in his office. Her job? Uh, hello? When are you at your job? No, but it's night, right? It's nighttime, I think. Uh. No, no. Even even later in the episode, she's still sitting. She's sitting on his couch in another scene with them uh, when Jr. walked oh, in. Oh, I thought and, I thought it was like, the same like day. But, I mean, she's Pamela right? Ewing. She can do whatever the right. hell she wants. She doesn't really have a job. I mean, her job is fake anyway. I so. think her job is. I think she's there to at the store as a favor to them. Honestly. <laughs> Right. Sometimes it's like we have Pamela. Okay, they stuff. gave her an office, but we're not quite sure. She was down in photo shoots. I think she does yeah. enough for them that they're just like, yeah, you're going to go see Bobby Good. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if any one of us walked out of a job like that, we'd be looking for a new job. Right. But she's, she's Pam. Pamela Ewing. Right. I'm Pamela. I'll do I won't. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now at the beginning of the episode, that woman at the house where Pam, Sue Ellen went, yeah. 
said that the the guy that left in the car is going to be away for a few days. So after this night scene, which is the night, same night, I guess, as this has all happened, because it was that scene, JR. No, JR said to Hank, call me the next day. So then they jumped to the next day at one o'clock. Then it's night. So then it, now it's the day after that, and Sue Ellen goes back to the house and barges in. Oh, she don't right. give a fuck. Yeah, no. I, she doesn't understand. Not only that, but the I noticed that the car like, is... Stranger danger, hello, and she's like... <laughs> Not only that, I noticed that the cars drive the wrong way around the driveway. They drive huh? the left way around, the British way, instead of going to, off around to the right. Oh, weird. They pulled in and they pulled in and they went like It's because they're fancy. Instead of mm. Yeah. Um so yeah, so Sue Ellen just forces her way in, just pushes past the maid. And she hears a familiar voice. Uh-huh. And, and did you see how her bangs go like this when she came around the corner? They were awkward, <laughs> yeah. they were like aqua netted and they stayed and then she goes, <gasps> and they go, <laughs> And she's got those fur coats and the the huge wedding ring that she has on her mm-hmm. I love that fur coat. Mm-hmm. And it's Dusty. And, and he's in a, in wheelchair. a wheelchair. But she doesn't care. She doesn't even notice, really. She just rushes over and kisses him. Oh. And then he gives us a story about what happened. She's like, but you were dead. And then he was like, but it wasn't well, me. I get. And this is the most ridiculous story in the world, by the way. How he uh, gave a ride to a ranch hand in the plane, and that's the body. And he was thrown from the plane and, like, couldn't move his legs. And so he, like, like hiked it, like, with his arms, like, for a long time until he got to a ranch where he called his dad. Like, oh. No, that's a long fucking drag that you're using your arms to get from a plane crash why wouldn't you just stay there because like the plane blew up right so people are gonna see that and then come rescue you right i'm i'm picturing like joe swanson on family guy without Mm. his wheelchair dragging himself across the room (laughs) with no legs it's just it's just the most soap opera (laughs) thing ever i love it I, I had to do a double take. I, am I watching the daytime right. show here? This is basically the... a daytime soap like trope right here, which is fine. I'm embracing mm-hmm. it, but it's hilarious. He didn't want her to find him he, because he's not what he was before. He can't walk and he's, he's impotent. We don't know that yet. We don't know that yet. We don't know that yet. Spoiler, spoiler. Spoiler. Um, I won't cut okay, it. Cut, cut that well, whole part. I won't because it's later in the episode, so. Mm. But uh, yeah, he he's not. He just keeps saying like, "I'm not the man I was. I I I'm you know whatever." And she's just like, "What? No, you're not. You're dusty. You're here. This is all I need. I'll be back tomorrow." I almost feel like when she said that and he and left, that part of me was like, "Okay, she's gonna show up and he's gonna be." Gone. I know, yeah. right? It seemed like that was gonna be a thing, but it wasn't. So that's good. That we know of yet. Oh. Meanwhile. Meanwhile, Mitch comes home unexpectedly from class. Here's the vacuum. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. He comes home to get his three books. Yeah, to get one more of his three books. And uh, he sees Norman Bates' mom uh, vacuuming the room. Dolores. And he's just like, what? And he's just instantly pissed. Yeah. (laughs) Lucy, you aged. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, he, he's just basically like, 
he's so like measured in his voice and he's just like, what are you doing here? Who hired you? And like smoke is basically Your coming out of his ears. are no longer going to be required. <laughs> She's like, I'm cheap. And he's like, that's not the point. All right, Mitch. <laughs> I'm cheap. Good. Go work a street corner. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. But she finishes what she was doing and then leaves. Right. And I feel like Mitch could have been like, I'm firing you so you can just go. But no, he lets her clean. Okay, Mitch. He talks a big game. And I'm just like, Mitch, dude. I, I literally put this down. Dude. Dude. Like, I know she's Lucy Ewing Cooper. And I know she's rich. And she's like, never had to lift a finger. But, okay, and this is, this is going to sound really dumb. Because, obviously, I am not in the life of privilege like you, Lucy Ewing Cooper is. However, I pay for a cleaning lady. Because you know what? I don't want to fucking do it. Right. Let her have that. Let her have that luxury, man. Because if she can afford it, let it go. Mostly because Lucy's basically saying like, "You like the house to be really clean." I, I'm not that person. Right. And I'm also going to school. And she doesn't like to cook. She's not good at it. So why not have things catered? Like, if you can afford this stuff, right? Who cares who it comes from? Do it. Mitch cares. Oh my God, Lee, we're gonna have issues. Man, we need to talk about this. Yeah, but when when Mitch asks who hired uh, Dolores, she said Mrs. Ewing. Right. She said Ms. Ewing. Ms. Ewing. Ewing, yeah. And he said which Mrs. Ewing, and it's like ooh. Yeah. Uh, your wife, and that's and he's like corrects her as Mrs. Cooper. Oh, okay, Mitch. Mitch. Okay. Uh. Don't be a Mitch. Don't be a bitch. Oh. Now, come on. Now it's it's nineteen eighty one. Don't be a bitch. Don't be. Cattleman's Club. Let's go to Cattleman's Club. Now we have Jock, Ray, and Punk. <sighs> Jim, 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 Jim. Mm, Jim. He is really a trooper working through he what he's right. going through in real life. Because you can tell and he's not feeling well, but he's giving it his all. His And his it, his color is off, mm. but they're really like compensating with makeup and lighting mm. and just to... Try and make him look as healthy as they can, but you can see he's 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 rail thin. Yeah, yeah. He's really like dropped, and uh, whenever they can, they obviously have him sitting. Yeah. Uh, so Punk comes in. He's really unamused because in the paper there's a whole article about the DOA is fighting Takapa, and uh, he's just like and the person quoted in this a lot are your wife Ellie and uh, Donna Culver and uh, Jock is basically like Jock get a handle on your woman yeah he's just basically like ah I can't stop her from talking Ray has a solution though first Ray says do you think anyone's listening to him (laughs) bop you upside the head Ray god damn it Um, and then they're just, and, they're just a bunch of cackling hens. Who's going to listen to a bunch of these women uh, folks? And right? then he's like, <laughs> like dude, Donna's with them, okay? Right. He's She's like, got pole. I She's think, smart. I think that I could She's get... She's Sam Culver's widow. I think I can get Donna to back off. I, I'll go talk to her. I'm like, okay. Good, good luck. Good luck, Ray. Good luck with that, bruh. Right. Bruh. 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 I, put, I put that down in my notes, too. Bruh. <laughs> bruh. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck, bruh. Right. I sense a little tension coming between Jock and Ellie when things kind of boil. Can't think. 
<laughs> spoiler. I am Takapa. I'm spoiler. <laughs> Wait a minute, because they know it's her, but she, they don't. Ellie she and Donna don't know they that. They don't it's, know it's yeah. Jock and Ray and Punk and all that. Oh, right. that's right. Okay. Yes. Ah. Because I don't think it was revealed until pretty recently that the people fighting were the DOA with Ellie and Donna. And now that they know, it's like, uh uh-oh, okay, well, we're for sure not telling anybody now. (laughs) So then this is obviously another day. We're back at the uh, Bobby's office with with his his, his entourage and Pam sitting on the couch. Mm -hmm. And it... This is a very fast campaign, and there is no, doesn't seem like there's any real Ewing family rallying around like they did with outside candidates. That's true. Because his entourage said, well, we only got a couple more days left in this campaign. I'm going, how many days are flying by in this episode here? It's like, right. they're jumping like days right. at a time. He must it's have like, been really late into the campaign. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, and Pam, I, I really feel honestly really bad for Pam because yeah. Bobby is treating her like shit because he, he has no idea how to listen to her. She is reduced to the brunette on the couch. She is. The, yeah. The, and it's. Which is what Sue Ellen was in the beginning. And of her the hair series. is so ugly. I know. Her hair is awful. <laughs> poodle, poodle Pam. Poodle like you Pam. think her hair alone would make him notice her, but nope. I know. He's it's like uh, a shiny maybe beacon, he's trying, frizzy beacon. <laughs> maybe, maybe he's trying to avoid looking directly at it for fear he might turn to stone like Medusa. Okay, you might have a point. That might be it. Because <laughs> you know what that might like be. That comer- like that commercial they have now on TV where uh, where Medusa's turning everyone to stone, so she gets the sunglasses, <laughs> so she doesn't turn uh, people to stone, and then nice. Yeah, that's Poodle, Poodle Pam. Pam. Poodle. JR comes in, he's congratulating Bobby, saying he's oh, going to be the next senator, and blah, blah, blah. And it's nothing like a loving, supporting wife, and all that, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, he's just poking her in there, and then they compliment him on his, you know, getting the Asian wells back, and blah, blah, blah. And he, he's all cheery, and then he just bounces out of the office. Uh-huh. He's basically like, I really like the idea of you being a senator and not an oil man, not interfering in my business. My company. Yeah. And you're in my pocket in politics. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So and I'm in control everything. of this, and I can use you, and this is as God planned it. <laughs> and JR turns to stone when he looks at Poodle Pants. Yes. yes. <laughs> and this show's over. Um, <laughs> and, then, uh, and then Lucy comes home from class and finds Mitch sitting on the couch, waiting like a spider. He's so pissed. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's not having it. No, I get his point. Like, because he made it clear from the very beginning. Yeah, you know, he gave in on the condo or whatever, but he didn't really give her a chance to explain. But she was doing it behind his back. So they both have a point. And if she had discussed it, at least they could have had a discussion with each other about it. Right. She's more like. I'm going to ask her for forgiveness, not permission in this relationship, yep. because you're not going to give me permission for anything. Right. And he's being a little bitch. He's being a little bitch. 
But she knows how to play him now. She does know how to play him. She's like, but I did it because I love you so much. And I know that I, you want, I want everything to be perfect for you. And it's really mm-hmm. for you. And then he's just like, <laughs> okay, let's make out. So. Yep. <laughs> and, and don't forget, I don't forget, I sprained my wrist on a spr- tripping over a sprinkler. Do you think she was hurt in real life? Because it wasn't a plot point, really. Yeah. It was just a random like, oh my, my hands. We should ask Charlene. We could. We will. We we could send her a message and be like, hey. Jr. gets invited over to Mara Lee's that little little trollop. Right. <laughs> She's calling him now. All right, Marilee, settle down. Um, I know she's so gross now. That was weird. That was really, that was a weird moment. I feel like they're still figuring out Marilee, but it's not looking good. It's a little odd. But um, then Leslie calls to invite him over because she needs to talk to him that night at at 8 p.m. And Jared's like, oh, finally, finally. That's a booty call. Uh Uh-huh. As an old person, baby, call. Immediately call, cancels with Marilee, like has a secretary do it. Like, oh, all right. Something came up. Hi, yeah. my penis. <laughs> God. Oh, God. <laughs> so he, he's going to leave Marilee dripping. And, um, oh, God. Keep the- my Jesus. <laughs> visual with <Whoa>. that God. <laughs> what? Uh, so yeah, he so. leaves her, uh, and then we cut to Dusty, uh, where he's like admitting all the things, like he put up her bail, um, and he had had her follow. That's who put up her bail to make, but okay. to make sure that she was okay, like not to like anything bad. He wanted to make sure she was okay, and she's like, oh, "This just kind of sounds like you're telling me you still love me," and he's like, "Of course, I still love you, Suellen." <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's so good. And then, and then she leaves so he can have his medication and rest. Right, right. Because she, but she keeps she's like uh, immediately starts making plans. Like we're gonna be together forever. And he's like, oh, that's a little fast. But I gotta go take my medicine together now. Together forever yeah. and never to <clears throat> part. <laughs> so then Jr. shows up at Leslie's like on the dot with wine or champagne. Champagne shows up with champagne, and she's just like, I'm not in the mood to celebrate. She wants to know everything because she feels he, he doesn't need her because he's he's pulling off coups with foreign governments and or she suspects that he is. He, nothing has been confirmed. Uh, to right. Her. But she's calling him on it. She's like, I know. Yeah. You know that I know. And I, you know, that we all know. So you don't have to pretend with. Yeah. Me. But he can't let everybody anybody know everything about him he needs his secrets that's the secrets are power right he's saying and she's just like i'm ready to end the contract because you're not letting me in and he was basically like i need someone to be close to me like really close to me and if they're not really like, close to me then i can't do that which he's basically saying you need to sleep with me for yeah. me to you, tell we you need shit. to go to pound town <clears throat> we need to go to pound and town she's just like oh that's how it's gonna work and he's like yeah that's how it's gonna work and she's like well i need time to think about that and he's like you take all the time you need but that's what's on the table and he like flipped that on her like she had the power and yes the audacity that's what man. he does and flipped it and she let him do it and i was like leslie what are you like you had well, you had him 
She has an ace up her sleeve in that little she box. She does. She has her adorable little recorder. Good girl. Good reel girl. Reel to reel. Yeah, her little reel to reel. So adorable. I want it. You know, as her, as the PR person, she she has the power in her hands to be like. That's true. Okay, we're gonna build up Ewing Oil, or I'm just gonna like light your life on fire right now, and everybody will believe me. Yes. And he, Come I don't on, think baby, he realizes that, fire. but he always wins. He does. Try to set the night on fire. fire. He does, but she's she one. She doesn't know that, and. I think that people sometimes just let him get away with shit a lot of times because mm-hmm. of how confident and he is. And some people are just scared of him. And they're, they're scared right. of him. So they need someone to like completely stand up to him and be like, you don't fucking scare me. And nobody does that. So. And whoever did her makeup in this scene, well done. Her eye makeup is beautiful. Yeah, and her, well, her eyes are pretty anyway. Yeah. Sorry, I had to throw that in there. Yeah, that's good. Uh, and the, the all the plants look like they're getting... Well watered. They're very green mm-hmm, and lush mm-hmm, in the apartment mm-hmm. in the condo. Yep. Yeah. Nicely hydrated in there. Speaking of places, Donna gets into Ray's house for the very yeah, first time. Yeah, I think time. it's the first time we see inside a Ray's house, right? Isn't it? Yeah, because when she was over yeah. there last time, it was outside. Right. He wanted to show mm-hmm. around, but she declined. Mm-hmm. And it's cute. Oh. It's, it looks like what you would imagine Ray's house to look like. Okay. And this is the house he's in mm-hmm. for the rest of the time, right? And so. I mean, Till later. He's there till 1988? Yeah. 87? 88? Oh. Something like that. It, do, it does look like Ray's house. Like the wood and the mm-hmm. the blankets and the rug and the the wood on the walls, you know? Like yeah, exactly. paneling, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It looks rustic. 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 Yeah. And his yellow stove. Mm-hmm. She calls him on it just being small talk all evening. And she's like, I feel like there's more that you want to say to me. And she's totally thinking that he's going to be like, I missed you, blah, blah, blah. We should make out. And and then he's like, you're right. Out of left field. <laughs> he's like, the curveball. Yeah. Uh, I really think that you need to just like not be so doing this thing with Takapa. And she, like, she did not see that coming. That is totally, that was the yeah. last thing she. That took her, yeah. She freaks out and, uh, and just is pissed and she lashes out on him and she's just like, what are you, Jock's messenger? And then he gets pissed because she's calling him messenger. But. Mm-hmm. I'm nobody's messenger. And they're arguing, but there's a sexual tension happening in this arguing. They're getting up like I this. Said the same I know. Thing. <laughs> like they're just getting in each other's face and it's Argh. I was like, damn Donna, wait, sexual tension? Right. But at least she can stand huh? up for herself. Well you, Oh yeah. You're re- you, and, and then it was like, really, oh, yep. <laughs> you you were a cowboy, you want to be now you're real Ewing and all this, blah blah right. blah. Right. She calls him on like Ewing like just so and he's like, you I don't care about money. She's like, oh, oh you will. You will. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I am done with you. And then they make out. <laughs> and then he sticks his tongue down yes. her throat and it gets all hot uh-huh, and heavy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. What is up with all people getting these huge fights and then they start making out? Yeah, that never <laughs> happens to me. <laughs> me either. I'm we like, just get in a fight and then I get mad and then, yeah, never turns door that slams way. Door like, or two and then. If that. If that happened in my world, I, I'd, I'd be making out all the time because I'm getting in fights with everybody. <laughs> Maybe you, you can't should make just turn the fights into making out. See if that works. Yeah. 
Ooh. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know your life. <laughs> uh, it depends on who you're that is, fighting. It is true. With. That is true. Yeah. Let's, let's rephrase that. That could, that could be <laughs> awkward. That could be weird. <laughs> Come here, asshole at the gas station. <laughs> well, if, if she's hot, I mean. What if it's not a girl? If he's yeah, hot, that's see? <laughs> that's all you're fighting with. <laughs> right. <laughs> And then we cut to the next morning. If you pay me, if, if you pay me enough money, the next morning, Jr. comes down to breakfast, and he's just like, "Lucy, don't you have a house? Like, why are you here?" <laughs> he's like, "So the whole point of that breakfast God, that- was to get Lucy and Pam together to talk yeah. about." Which is weird. That was a weird, that was a very weird scene for me because I was expecting more to take place in the dining room. You would room. expect, mm-hmm. but nope, yeah. it was just that. It was like, the, I did like the dig where he's just like, oh, there's something wrong with your marriage. And she's like, there's nothing wrong with my marriage. And he's like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, he's like, wait. Yeah, um, where's Sue, Sue Ellen ain't there? She <clears> oh, no, she was not. Um, yeah. All right, you, you know, back to Sue Ellen for a second. What gets me... She is bouncing around. She had Clint there. She was all Clint, Clint, Clint. He leaves for Japan. Now Dusty turns up again, and it's like, Clint who? Oh. Dusty, 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 Dusty. That's what I I was like. What about Clint? I think Clint just, I don't want to call him a filler, but I feel like it's somebody that showed her attention that she wasn't getting. And also, she's probably a little bit doing it to make JR jealous. Right. Now that he was a seat there, warmer. He was a seat was. warmer, like, like at the Grammy JR. She, But I, I think that she, I don't know, I, she always loved Dusty. You know, right. so it's She loves like, Dusty. She really likes Clint, and she likes talking to mm-hmm. Clint, and she likes reminiscing and being nostalgic with Clint for, like, that's, the young that's the love they her. had. But mm-hmm. that's not, like, her true love. Whereas Clint right. is, like, into her. So, uh, poor Clint. Yeah. Uh, I'm, so, I'm sorry, but I, over the grand scheme of things, looking back, I just, Clint was boring to me. I mean, yeah. he didn't have a huge story arc. He was there for a purpose, and I found I didn't find him boring. I found him sweet and sort of sad. I think sweet, and he, and it made you kind of like him because he was genuinely. Yeah, he had genuine he genuinely feels. Her. Everybody's always rooting. You're always kind of rooting for Sue Ellen. You yeah. know, like don't be a dumbass. We want you right. to win. Right. But this, this was a season though when. Characters did kind of just come and go because Arliss came. She served her purpose. She went. Without fanfare. Never saw her again. Just gone. Right. Clint, he's in. He'll be out by the end of the season, I assume. And, um. Yeah. Leslie. I mean, there's those characters in every season, though. You know, they're just there for a purpose. And Mm -hmm. I don't know. But uh, Lucy goes over and um, talks to Pam because she's like, hey, I need to get a job. Pam's like, oh, you need you want to get a job at the store? And Lucy's like, what? Manual labor? No, 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 no. No, no. I was thinking Alex Ward is I'm a rich starting girl. I don't this do new manual magazine labor. called, uh, what is it, Young Dallas. And I think I could model. And <laughs> Pam's just like, uh, okay, well, I don't really talk to him anymore. And she's like, yeah, but could you for me? 
And then that's a little awkward. But, like, girl, just get a job at the store. Uh, Learn just to, like, ring shit up. It's not hard. Yeah. Well, you saw how uh, successful she was cooking beef stroganoff. It's easier uh, than that. It is, but you also have to be nice to people. I can see her being like, bitch, put that down. Or she's not having it today. She just walks out and quits. She's like that girl that just quits the job after two days. Yeah. Or she'll disappear more often than Pam does. (laughs) Wait, probably. Or maybe they'll just disappear together. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. We hear a rooster crowing, so it's morning. (laughs) That's right. They threw that in there. And Donna has stayed the whole night long. And Ray has that dun, freshly dun, dun. fucked face on. I mean, <laughs> he does. He does. He's late on that. He's going. <laughs> Wonder if she's in there because of the biscuits so and gravy Ray, right now. Ray's getting some. JR's not getting any. Exactly. Um, Somebody's got to get it. Yeah. I'm sure Pam and Bobby aren't doing it. Right. Yeah. No. Well, not Pam's too it. busy. <laughs> Pam's too busy sitting on the couch and serving right. coffee. Yep. Um, and he says he regrets all the time he wasted not being with her, which you should because you're an idiot, Ray. And they decide you're the back end of you're the back end of one of the horses that you ride across the yeah. prairie. He said <laughs> we should change that ASAP. Good idea. What does that mean? Um. And Swelling goes to Dusty's, and we see Greenfellow. Yay! I love him so much. Who refers to him as Stephen. Yes, it is Dusty's dad, Clayton. And he's starting this off kind of on the negative vibe. He's just like, I just want to let you know that I'm not really happy that you're back in his life. And so it's like, Mm -hmm. what? (laughs) But I love him. Right. That may be, but um, he... There's something you need to know. Right, she's like, and I might as well just right, tell she's you. like, what? Like, I just want him to live, like, a happy, fulfilled life. Like, w- and he's just like, uh, about that. He <laughs> can't get it up. So he can uh, never be uh, happy uh, again uh, in uh, his life. And the way he says it, impotent. He just stresses just the like, word impotent. My so son like, is impotent. It just reminds me impotent. of, oh, my God. It reminded me of Heather's, where he's like, I love my dead gay son. <laughs> oh my god well, my son is impotent no. I love my dick the way, the way he said the way he said impotent reminded me of when uh, Kit Mainwaring said Lucy I'm I'm a, I'm a homosexual it's trying to say something hard you know and you're like the enunciation to make it a little southern right yeah <laughs> but I can't they make Clayton to be like a tough guy kind of in this but then later he's, 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 right. okay. uh, he's a teddy bear I know I mean, he can he can dra- knock it down and drag it. I mean, he can. Spo- spoil alert when he fell down the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and how tall is he? Any like really tall? He, I think he's really tall. Yeah, like six. I think he's four. Four. Like, he, like six four. He was tall. He's really tall. Those dudes were all tall on that show. Six foot three. Okay, you're yeah. right, Mary. I was thinking like six I don't four. Know why. It's like one of those weird things stuck in the back of my brain. Like I don't know where my keys are right now, but I know how tall fucking That's Howard Keel is. Today I, I think I'm just like that. I was like, I don't know um what for I walked real? into this room for, but I can tell yeah. you everybody's I lose never my from phone seventeen times a day, but Howard Keel's height. There it is. <laughs> No, I totally. How, why is it our brains work like that? Well, like the shit. 
I need to remember I can't, but it's like, my, oh. My, I found out it's also an ADHD thing. So <gasps> That makes so much sense. Wait, what? That, uh, like, remembering weird things, but, like, losing shit all the time and not knowing or anything oh, yeah. is whatever. My, my therapist was like, I think you might be ADHD. I'm like, yeah, think. Okay. I know I am. I've been diagnosed before. Yeah. Late in life, but it's there. Are we all ADHD? Holy shit. Oh. Not me. Anyway, I need them to settle down about impotence. And then Ray shows up to tell Jock that, uh, well, Jock says, well, how did things go with Donna? Oh, better than expected. <laughs> so he's going to. Yeah, thanks. She's, she's, she's going to lay off uh, Takapa? Uh, not exactly, but we're, we're getting married. Wow, she's a hell of a girl. Why don't you just forget about Fort Worth and go buy your girl something sweet or something really nice? I mean, yeah, I'm happy for them again. too, but like, doesn't it seem a little fast? Like you went from not dating or seeing each other for years to being like, let's get married. Yeah. I, mean, I call this when you know, you know. I call this a bit of a hyperdrive episode because they were jumping days and speeding things up a little bit here. You know, they got engaged after one night of passion after not being together. And it's just like, yeah, the hyperdrive episode. Well, at least he's not important. Important. And then we cut to Jackie looking smug as fuck. Yeah, I noticed that. (laughs) Is that whenever... um, who is it? Walks in the door. Um, well, her daddy wrote this episode, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pam comes in, and she's like, so Alex Ward called back and said that he wants to meet you. And she's like, oh, when? She's like, he's here right now. <laughs> and then she's, like, looking back when she walks out. Uh-huh. <laughs> A very knowing look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Alex is kind of all like, I didn't think you'd call. <laughs> with hope, with hope in not. his eyes. She's like, "Why don't you do a favor, Dick?" Uh, right. Uh, Alex, why don't you zip up your fly? Because uh, it's not what uh, you think. Yeah. Put your banana back in. Put your danger noodle back in your pants. <laughs> she's like, "Yeah, I really need you to give my niece a job as a model." And he's just like, "I swear to no banana, no banana cream pie here." He's like, "Mary, I thought you said I really need you to give my knees a job." And I was like, (laughs) "Oh no, (laughs) that's just because I mumble." So she does. He would prefer that her knees. He would. I think he'd prefer some banana cream pie. And then she gave him a job. (laughs) And then. La 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 la. Danger noodle. <laughs> no probe. No probe. Danger, no. danger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, banana, banana cream pie. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, he's I'll just basically like, I'll, 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 she could, you know, apply, or I'll just give her the job as a favor to you. And she's like, well, I don't want you to do that. He's like, I would, no, I would very much like to do a favor for you. And she's like, mm, okay. Would you? Okay. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not doing that favor in return. He's hoping, man. Sexual favor? He's hoping. <laughs> B- banana cream pie. Yeah. Sexual healing. And then we cut to Cliff. So he sees the newspaper and something, something doesn't jive with Cliff mm-hmm. in this whole headline. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He's no. got it figured out. Mm-hmm. Start with Hank Johnson and see what his connection is to J.R. Ewing. Putting together the pieces. I can't end well. Nope. 
He says, this is one time when I think the Ewings have gone a little bit too far. Dun, dun, dun. One time. I have to say. One time at band camp? This episode hey, it was written by Katzman. It's, it's so many like stereotypical soap opera lines. <laughs> And that is not a cut. What word did you use earlier? Uh, trope? Did you say trope? Yeah, probably. probably. I don't know what trope is. But, uh. Trope is so cliche. Yeah, it's all is the that, things he like, says. Is that, the, is that intestines? <laughs> I think that's tripe. I don't know. Uh, oh. Um, no. no, trope is just like um, a thing that's done a lot. That's a trope a is a common or overused theme or device. Cliche. Okay, there we go. Uh, like cliche. Gotcha. Like a, is it? Yeah. Cliche. Cliche. Meanwhile, Dusty's penis is not functioning. Right. So, okay. I have a lot to say about this, but, um, yeah. yeah. So Dusty comes back from the doctor all dejected and, and Clayton's all like, I told her. And then he's like, that's good. Like, that's good. You know? And, uh, so Ellen's just, he's like, so now you know what we can't be together. And so Ellen's just like, what the fuck? Like, I don't care about that. Like what? Oh. And, they are so dramatic about it. And he he thinks that a marriage would be a mockery and she says her life up until now has been a mockery and I'm going, Oh my god, this is like over the top. Okay. Yeah. I just have to say, like, if he thinks that's the only thing they can do, then he is not using his imagination. <laughs> imagination. Like Okay, They're like to- that part's toys, like batteries. that sucks that that part's Hi. not working for you. Right. Right. So like <laughs> this works. there's a lot of parts of you that are working. Work. You have a you have many things that can work for Sue Ellen, so don't feel too bad for her. Like you just gotta, you gotta get creative and he's just like oh, it's, no. It's, it's definitely Dusty, they're also props. That's his right. like that's his identity that's like tied to his identity though, I yeah, think. He's like right. My manhood, my pride, blah, blah. I can't do this. So, you know, no woman's ever going to want me kind of thing anymore. And especially not her. And they're failing to understand that that's not what a marriage or a relationship is supposed to be all about. Right. He was a rodeo man that was going around riding bulls, epitome of manhood, women, this, that. Fucking all women, probably. Right. Now, Now he... Now he can't tap he he can't tap an oil field to save his okay. life. And so yeah, I <sighs> So anyway, I said stop being so stupid, Dusty, but she stays for dinner. <laughs> yes, Clayton. <laughs> and thank God she's not at dinner at South Fork right now because um it's a mini engagement party. They must be Nobody's wondering where she is. Uh, right, no one is. Go out for hours and. So wait, Lucy has moved out to an apartment, so they need somebody to become the invisible person in the house. Mm-hmm. So now it's Sue Ellen. So it's mm-hmm. like, oh, nobody cares where she is. Yeah. Hey, there's a there's a child upstairs. Mm-hmm. Hello. Oh, <laughs> they they have fun. I was say, where's her baby? The whole Jock is yeah, he's standing up. That, Good to see him standing. Yeah. Um, he makes a startling announcement that uh, even takes Ellie by surprise. It probably adds more salt or more kerosene on the fire. Yes. Yeah. He has taken the trust fund that he started for his boys, which 
He doesn't already, like, was this the trust fund for, like, when he dies? Because usually that's when they become of age. But it was divided three ways. Three. And now it's going to be divided four ways. Which uh, results in an extreme close-up glare from both Ellie uh, and JR. Really? I mean... El- Ellie uh, emoting without words, so oh, we have to drink. Yeah, oh, she's heavily oh, emoting yeah. without words. Oh, my God. The only thing the only thing I have to say about this is it almost makes me like Jock a little more. But oh, then yeah. I also feel like he maybe should have talked to his family before he made the announcement in front of everybody in wives. Right. Again, talk I, to your I, I wife. It's a yeah. It's a private matter, so at least talk to your wife. Then you'll have a united front when you go in and tell right. th- your boys. Yeah. Not the entire don't household. ambush her in front of the uh, rest of the family. Jock has a weird thing though, where he just feels like the money's his money, and he can do whatever he wants with it, and mm-hmm. doesn't have to consult anyone, including his sons, the company, his wife, anyone. He's just like it's mine in my business. I am Ewing Oil. Yeah. My right. business. We, we call him Jockstrap Ewing. Yeah. That's right. Because I think Ellie needs to take that horse whip to him. She does. She does need to, but she doesn't. She just glares at him. But don't. But don't. Yeah, don't take it to Jim Davis because he'd probably fall over. And then we cut back to Dusty and Sue Ellen, where he tells her not to come back ever, ever. Mm. It's over. Remember me the way I was. If you truly, if she truly loves right. him, they must have something at dinner. They remind him of a penis, and he started feeling bad again. Sausage yeah, and right. potato, sausage and potatoes, sausage. The, the carrots were a little overdone. Oh, that's, they were a little limp. That's that's like in uh, everybody see European vacation, yeah. yeah, where they're sitting at the table and. Oh, and the daughter goes, everything I see reminds me of Jack. And they're passing the bratwursts around and the big sausages. <laughs> uh, she says she can't stand to lose him again. He's like, she's like begging him to stay. And he's just like, I'm already lost. I'm like, God, God. Uh, so dramatic. So melodramatic. Get over yourself in your dick, dude. <sighs> just anyway. swing it around. Right. Do a little dance. Swellen has some really good waterproof mascara on because she yeah. is it is waterworks and not a and bit no of mascara, mascara running. Maybe fake eyelashes instead? Maybe. Mm. Or some special. damn good old fashioned cover girl, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then she says goodbye and walks away. Freeze frame. Aww. End of End episode. Of episode. It's sad because it makes me sad watching her cry like that. Yeah, no, because she is heartbroken because she's just like, I lo- like, I've just found you again, and he's just not having it. Mm. <sighs> well, I give this right. 4.5 bourbons and um, a copy of Young Dallas Magazine. Um, I give this actually a 4.85 just because I'm so glad about Donna and Ray and because oh, yeah. Clayton Parlay. And Clayton, I like, should have had it higher. Yeah. Clayton. Yeah. Um, I give this episode a 2.2. 2. Uh, no, just kidding. Um, and I give it a flaccid penis. Oh, nice. There you go. <laughs> had to throw that in. Yeah. I give it a 4.4. It comes down a little bit just for the over melodramatic uh, sometimes I felt like I was watching daytime soap opera yeah yeah uh, like with his description of what happened in the uh, crash <laughs> that, was, that was just like was so stupid it's gonna drug my body oh. I don't know how far I crawled and oh, um I'm gonna give it a uh 
denationalized oil oh, well. Okay. What leases? Yeah. 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 I say 4.5 and some sexual tension. Yes, yes, yes. And nobody, nobody gave it a hidden tape recorder. Oh, that's a good one. Mm. Yeah. I want to do Pam's hair again, but I can't do that every episode. I got to change <laughs> yeah, it up. I, yeah. <laughs> next, next week, we do The New Mrs. Ewing. Ooh, nice. Mm. Cool, cool. Episode 71 of the series. 71 and season four, episode 17. Mm-hmm. We're getting there. We're over halfway done with this season. Thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, please check out our Patreon, our merch at tpublic.com. The address for that is in your show notes. Uh, our Facebook group, Instagram, Ewing BBQ, Twitter, BBQ Ewing. Anywhere. Um, and talk to us. Send us an email if you have anything to say about us. That's nice. Or about the show. Uh, we are the Ewing BBQ at gmail.com. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye, y'all. Y'all come back now, you hear? I gotta go take care of some business. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the end. Banana, banana cream pie. Next on Dallas.